Hey, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to tonight's show. Tonight's show, we have a theme. The theme is cause and effect. Cause and effect. Effect causes cause. <laughs> With every effect, there is a cause. With every cause, there is an effect. To and fro, back and forth it goes. Um, some interesting news. An interesting news item has popped up, and it's worthy for us to discuss, considering that we've sort of been following, we've been following the situation for a little while now and in, in a variety of different ways. The first thing we we took note of was the fact that really, I mean, it's important that we should look at this before we look at the the, the item that you already know of what it is because you know what the title of this is. But uh in in that uh, Eric was not going to perform with Sublime with Rome for some upcoming dates. They had Tony from No Doubt fill in and another guy. And so Eric was not, was sitting out for some shows, but they were still calling themselves Sublime with Rome. Really problematic. We talked about that ad nauseum as to why it is problematic, the baffling nature of how something that started off, you know, with innocent intentions, for sure, in 2009, very innocent intentions has quickly spiraled as, as, as over the years, I should say, morphed into um, it, its own thing, you know, sort of co-opting the identity of, of Sublime and what Sublime was and what Sublime has meant. And then after that happened, and we talked about how wrong that was and how weird that was, that there would be Sublime with Rome without Eric or Bud. That's not Sublime. That's <laughs> not, not Sublime, and it's not Sublime with Rome, for sure. That's just Rome playing Sublime songs, calling himself Sublime. You know, and I feel, and this is super important, it's kind of semantical, and we'll touch on it again. Like, you can't call it Sublime. You have to call it Sublime with Rome or SWR or whatever. There's a difference. You can't interchangeably call Sublime with Rome. Hey, we're going to go see Sublime. No, you're going to go see Sublime with Rome, however dumb that name might be. We're going to go see Sublime with Rome. There's a big difference because if you say you're going to see Sublime, you got to be like, hey, do you have a time machine? Because the guy from Sublime is has been dead for you know however many years now. 28 years, 29 years. You know what I'm saying? 27 years maybe. You know, although again, and then shortly thereafter that, as we recently covered and we had our friend Reed on the, on the show to, to talk about it, Jacob somehow managed to front his dad's band in a way that felt so genuinely authentic to call it sublime in the year 2023. And, you know, led me to ask a rhetorical question as I was looking at this incredible, wonderful footage well, what the hell, like, what does this mean for Sublime with Rome now, right? Especially when you have, you know, and you could tell, you could definitely tell that there's, that something's not uh, happy, happy in the marriage because, you know, no, it's not that this isn't a sign per se, but like, you know, you have, you have Eric starting a band called Spray Allen, sort of, it's, uh, he's not going on date. It sounds like, it, so it sounds like there's trouble in paradise. There's a lot of drummers being turned over. I don't know. The whole thing, the whole thing sounds 
like it could fly off the rails at any moment. The Sublime with Rome. But here's the thing, you know, the thing about Sublime with Rome is that they are essentially in some sort of, I say this with quotes, or at least up until this day, this point, quote unquote, they're filling a, they were filling a niche um, for some sort of, you know, legacy established act or an, an act that was sort of establishing a legacy market. And what, what do I mean by a legacy market? It's a market. There's a, there's a desire to hear live sublime music and there's a tribute out there that does a great job at filling that market, but they're just, they'll always be just a tribute there. Though bad fish can never be more than just a tribute to sublime. That's what they are that they know that in fact, they know that and they, are happy to be that and they do it and they make a lot of good money doing it and make a lot of people happy playing those songs live, but they know what they are and they know what it is. Whereas, you know, when I think about like the legacy market or like what, a you know, the idea that you have this entity, whether it's a valid entity or an unvalid invalid entity in my case, in this case, sublime with Rome is not a very valid entity to be calling it sublime and doing this thing that it's doing. Right. That's already problematic. That is sort of like, hey, here's the guy from Sublime playing Sublime songs under a moniker that has Sublime in the title. Okay, well, that's the, the legacy of it all, right? And then recently, and they were doing a good job at that, or at least they were making good money doing it. And they seem, you know, there's a lot of hardcore fans and purists like myself were like, no. Sublime, we want Sublime, or except no sub, except no substitutions in any way, shape, or form, except for one, which we've now seen is an acceptable substitution with Jacob in in that slot. But the I the notion the the truth is, I mean, they've gone out, they've gone out for the last fifteen ish years, and they've basically, you know, people have accepted a lot of casual Sublime listeners have accepted. Okay, this is Sublime. I'm happy with this. I'm. Happy to go to these shows. I like the way Rome does the Sublime songs. We talked about how we feel about Rome. You know, most recently though, you know, they're he's still putting out new material as Sublime with Rome, but it's like it's very tired. It's very desperate. If the first album is a a weird novelty that feels kind of valid in what it is and kind of works and has some catchy songs, and everything since since that has been you know just. Uh, diminishing returns until this last effort, which just, I can't even call it an effort. It's an anti-effort. It's a negative effort. This all I need song is just makes me want to bang my head against the wall. Like, like, you know, Oh, I got to try and write a sublime tune and, and just fa failing so badly at it. I'm sorry. That's mean. I don't want to say sound mean, but like, just not let, how about this? Just not hitting the mark in any way, shape or form, just not hitting the bullseye at all. And you have like casual fans out there who are going like the this is sublime, okay? We're happy with this as our sublime. Uh, it's totally fine now. This is sublime. It's okay. And then with the most recent development, having Jake come in for this benefit show and do this show and announce on the show, he announces in the show, he says two things. One, he says, We are sublime, which is such a it's such a shade, whether it was intent, maybe it wasn't intentional. I don't know. I, I don't know what Jake's intentions were, what any of those guys, I'm sure it was for Bud. It was because we know how Bud feels about Rome, 
but it definitely was like a uh, a territory staking. The fact that they have the backing of Eric Wilson, the fact that you know you know Troy and Jake are you know they they hold the trademark. You know, uh, th there was some, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know how the deal works out, but there was a deal where the name is licensed, right? The name is, this name Sublime for Sublime with Rome was licensed from the Knowles in some way, shape or form, you know? Um, and now Eric and Bud and Jake have all consolidated their efforts under the true legacy, uh, under a true into the true legacy market. I don't know. I kind of made up that word legacy market. There's no word called legacy market, but the point is this idea of like the market of the market. There's a market need for the legacy of this thing. That's what I mean to say. And like they have consolidated their, all of their, their stake into something that is far more valid for the legacy and the market demand that it has. People want to hear sublime music. People want to hear sublime music from the as close to the official source as you can get and we saw very recently that they are not only incredibly capable of carrying that torch but that it just it feels right it sounds right it it works on paper you know very rarely in rock and roll in any which way or form you know you think about like the idea of like oh you you i inherit this because my father or who who my father and mother was and like this idea ideas of like nepotism and stuff or whatever. But in this particular case, in this particular case, this is a birthright. Like I I've been convinced I'm changed. This is a birthright. This dude in got to inherit this thing that was his father's and is so rightfully his and that he does so incredibly well with his father's bandmates they can they can go out of sublime. So, all of that to say, all of that to set up how 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 valid it is, how wonderful it is, how welcoming it is to see, and fresh it is to see all that after like the the weirdness that's been going on with Eric not playing dates, forming a band called Spray on something something's up something's up, and now here they are. They're like, hey, you know, we wanted. He says he quote unquote Jake in the in the video. He says, we wanted you guys to be the first to see this. The first to see this. What the hell does that mean, right? Rhetorical question there. Which leads to Rome, the, the question of what happens to Sublime with Rome. What does a guy like Rome, like considering the, 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 what he was handed. Roman, Rome, Rome had something very fortunate fall into his lap. Let's talk about Rome for a minute. Rome, I think, is is quite talented musician, a very capable guitarist, a very capable singer, and he's quite capable doing the sublime thing, or you know, the sublime tribute thing, whatever you want to call it. He's 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 filled that role, you know. He he filled that role in a well enough way that Eric could go out and tour as Sublime with Rome. Um, right or wrong, whatever that he could do it without bud and that he could just go and do it. Um, I mean, this is a guy who, who got a, a lucky ticket. So he has talent, but here's the thing. Talent can only get you so far. You need opportunity. And so what I'm really trying to say is this is a guy who was given a 
golden opportunity in life and he took it and he was right to take it. Who wouldn't take that opportunity? Especially if you were capable of performing the duties that were needed for that opportunity. In this case, fronting a band, you know, unfortunately called sublime with Rome. Oh, I hate it so much. I never liked it, dude. I always thought I was just like, oh, man, come on. Come on. Whatever. All right, I gotta I gotta remain a little impartial here. It's very hard. I gotta take myself out of that headspace to say what I am uh uh trying to say. Um and I'm gonna answer this question in the comments next. Uh, uh Rome was afforded an incredible opportunity to establish himself and his talent, and he did that. He did that. And now, based on the goodwill that he has surfed on top of, again, talented guy, but he, a talented guy who literally has surfed on the legacy and the hard work of others. And he's he's dovetailed that into his own hard work. He is a hardworking guy in what he's doing, but it was built on something that was not his, right? A person like that should be nothing but grateful for what they were given and then find a way to take that thing and push on with it. And hindsight 2020 football quarterback, you know, foot Monday morning football quarterback, why on earth didn't Rome release a, a, a slew of solo records in addition to doing sublime with Rome? Like, I mean, Lord, like, how long, here's my question, like, how long did you think, knowing that Jacob was out there, knowing that, you know, Jake was doing his own thing, we talked all about, I'm not going to want to talk about Jake this time, because we talked, we really did talk all about Jake last time, with the last episode, we, we really went into his career, Jake found himself in this position, but only after he went on his own musical journey, established himself on that musical journey, and now has come back to sort of claim this thing that is you know, like I said, a, somewhat of a birthright in, in that kind of weird way and in a non-nepotistic way. Like, it just is this thing where it's like, yeah, that's right. Um, This whole time, why hasn't, why wasn't Rome putting out solo records? Because at some point, at some point, in some way, shape, or form, whether it was Jake or whether it was Eric or whoever, th this was going to stop. This was not forever. Sublime with Rome was something that was so utterly temporary and flash in the pan that somehow managed to keep going. And we watched as, you know, with each release, it got, you know, from what I heard, it just worse and worse and worse, the diminishing returns of this is really, you know what it was? That first record and when they first blew out of the gate, everybody was so happy to see you know, Eric and Bud, you know, actually getting to enjoy their success under the name Sublime in some way, shape, or form. It's like, okay, all right, a record, cool. Like, there's a lot of goodwill there. And that goodwill has slowly dissipated. And, you know, their fan base has sort of expanded into these other weird areas very distant from, you know, the, the, the core and the source because at the core and the source, most people do not accept sublime with Rome. So the point of what, all of what I'm saying is that like this entire time, my, I rhetorically asked myself, why on earth did Rome 
not establish a solo career. That's number one. Why was he not putting out solo records? I know he did an EP. Like, why? Why would you continue to just do that thing? I mean, listen, it's a lucrative, hardworking gig. He basically got to spend his 20s and early 30s, you know, being a musician. And he, like, literally just, he fell into the role. You know what I mean? Like, he fell into it. He did not have to do what Eric Wilson or Bud Gah had to do to get to that place. Because those guys had literally put everything, not on pause, but they like they they had been inactive for so long. And then without blinking an eye, they were suddenly, you know, opening the what is it, the Cy the Cypress Hill thing? You know, they were able to do that because they were multi-platinum recording artists. So he had jumped onto that, he was riding that wave, and he could have he could have taken that wave and sort of established himself separate from it, but I think a lot of that success went to Rome's head in the interviews I watch and like just the way that he has talked about sublime. And I know that, I know that he's like, you know, there have been moments where like, he just, he introduces himself as like the singer of sublime. It's like, dude, you really can't, you, you have to be very semantic with your words. You can't be, you have to be psychosemantic. In fact, you can't be like, going around saying you're the lead singer of sublime sublime doesn't exist anymore you have to like say like oh i'm the singer of sublime with you know what i mean you know what i'm saying and so um all of that to say that now like you know jake played this show and you know i was watching rome's rome's i was watching rome's socials because i was very curious to see what his reaction would be to jake playing a show with bud and Eric, his former bandmates, technically. And I think, like, I I think he handled it incredibly poorly. I think he really botched this announcement, and I think he really botched what his public reaction, no matter how he felt about it, I think he really botched his, his reaction, what his reaction should have been publicly. The optics are terrible. It's terrible. He looks like a sore sport. He looks like a, he looks like, yeah, he looks like a spoiled sport, whatever you want to call it. It's not very sportsmanlike. Like, why on earth are you not, like, the first thing, if you, for a guy who talks about, like, I just want to, you know, carry on the legacy, we're carrying on the legacy, people want to hear Brad's music, you know, bull, like, all this stuff, like, he should have been the number, like, why weren't you at the show supporting this? Why didn't you congratulate fucking jake for playing with his with his dad's bandmates because it, it's bad for business it just looks terrible dude terrible terrible look and then he releases this statement and this statement is so cringe it's so bad it's so it's so incredibly terrible and i think it's also it's a two-pronged uh, uh there's there's two prongs to it you know um instead of slowly building himself up with his with a solo career and releasing his own music he's now using this as uh sort of a spearhead for him to branch off as a solo musician and it just to me it's in poor taste but before we can talk about that statement and what was said i think we need to talk a little bit about riot stickers the sponsor of the from his channel riot stickers is the place that you can go to get stickers uh, for all your stickering needs. In fact, look at this beautiful banner that they did right behind me. 
Uh, stickers are printed on vinyl, and they have a UV coating, which protects the color from the sun. And um, we're doing a special deal with Riot Stickers. You can get 200 die-cut stickers for $69, okay? That's an incredible deal. You go to ridestickers.com uh, backslash from us. Link is down in the description. And here's the important thing to, to note. A die-cut sticker is basically a sticker in any shape that you want done uh, with a computer-guided scalpel. What do you think of that? Computer-guided scalpel. I think that's the name of a band. <laughs> At least it should be. So check out that special deal. 200 die-cut stickers for $69. Let me play for you uh, our special video with the guy from Less Than Jake, and then we will be right back to discuss Rome's boneheaded statement on the heels of Eric and Bud playing with Jake. All right, we are back. We are talking about Sublime with Rome. And I'm just setting up TikTok live because I was like, hey, you know, I never go live on TikTok when I'm doing this. I always think that I'm going to, and then I just never do it. Now I am. Cool. Join us, join us on TikTok if you wish. All right. So let's take a look at the statement that this is the statement that Rome released today on Instagram, officially announcing that he is leaving sublime with rome now remember he just did a bunch of shows without eric as sublime with rome and they just released a brand new album and now they are leaving so quite clearly this is not this is not something that was planned as much as or maybe it's something that they had considered or that he had considered um with maybe the way things might have been going with eric or not going with eric but this is definitely seems to be a direct effect of that show with Jake. So that show with Jake has led to this statement. I'm, I mean, I'm convinced. And I really think that Rome handled it poorly. What, what I'll tell you how I think the statement should have read after we read what the statement says. So let's first look at the statement. And before we look at the statement, um, Mo Beast, I want to just tackle your question. Mo Beast 99 says right here, would Jacob joining the band just be sublime? Uh, the answer, any other band and any other situation would be no. I think if Francis Bean, uh, Cobain joined the, uh, was the front man of Nirvana, front woman of Nirvana, you would not make that Nirvana. I, I think that what makes this is a very particular situation where somehow Jake somehow 
validly fills that role and actually can be the front man of Sublime and in a in or front man of a band that can call themselves Sublime and not not be invalid. That I don't. It's a paradox to me. I don't understand how it works, but it it, it does. It does. Um. Rob, thank you for joining us. Maybe want maybe they wanted him to go practice being the lead for the last 10 years. I don't know. I, I think Rome indeed was jelly, as as Mobeast says here right now. Okay, let's read Rome's. Here's Rome's statement. Ready? He posted this six hours ago. Dear fans, friends, and supporters. After almost two remarkable decades, I am announcing my departure from Sublime with Rome at the close of 2024. The upcoming performances over the next year will allow us to reflect on countless incredible memories together. Over the last two years, I have been spending countless hours pouring my soul into my solo music. Notice how he used the word countless twice. This is this was not written by a PR firm at all. <laughs> this was written by Rome, probably. Um, pouring my soul into my solo music. Turn that into a song, Rome. And just pour my soul into my solo music. And, uh, <clears throat> and the excitement to share these songs with you is building up. I've got some really big news that I can't drop yet. Just wait. Singing and playing guitar for this iconic band has been a lifetime opportunity and just flat out absolutely epic. Carrying on the sublime legacy has been a trust for I'll forever cherish. This is only the beginning with the utmost gratitude. Now on the, on the surface, on the surface, that seems like a pretty good statement for the most part, for the most part. But here's why I don't think it's a very good statement at all. Because there's no statement that precedes this. If Rome knew that his that his time was nigh with Sublime with Rome, uh, you would imagine, you would imagine that you could at least go out without having egg on your face. Why not why not congratulate Jake? Why not congratulate those three dudes? Why not? There's nothing. This doesn't come off as gracious this at, at all in, in any way, shape, or form to me. Hold on one second. Hello. Hello, sweetheart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping this up right now. I'll, I'll, I'll be up in just a second. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. All right, I gotta wrap this up. I don't have much. I'm, I'm. There's not not much time is left here. Um, I need to take care of my kids. So, so let's let's take a look at let's take a look at this, or let's take a look at what he could have said. Well, let's go over what he could have said as well. He says, after all, where is first and foremost? Where is the where is the uh, thanking of Eric Wilson? Bud Gah and Bradley Noel. Okay. You're going to, you're literally famous and you have the career that you've had and the money that you've had because of three, these three guys, because Bud and Eric allowed you into this 
project. And then you have then rode the success of by playing another person's songs as well as your own, but let's get it straight. Like the people are, people came for the sublime music. You're not going to thank Bradley Noel. You're not going to thank Eric Wilson. You're not going to thank Bud Gah. You're just going to, you're just going to say that uh, it's absolutely epic carrying on the sublime legacy has been a trust I'll forever cherish. Like who, who do you think trusted you with that? I mean, the fan, it doesn't matter what the fans think because the fan, there's a lot of fans that don't want you to be the singer. So really that trust was, you know, Eric, whatever, you know, whatever problems, if there are problems with Eric that you might have, you should be nothing but grateful. Why aren't you grateful? Like that, that blows my mind. You, it, it makes him come off looking just, you know, again, like look at Josh Klinghoffer. Here's another great example of a dude who was ousted from a band that had been established. You know, Josh Klinghoffer was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame only having been in the band for a few months. Like, the fact that he got 10 years and got to record three albums with the Chili Peppers and tour around the world before he himself uh, had the the, his, the his feet drop out from underneath him and... Uh, Oh crap. I think we just got, we just dropped for a second. I don't know where, where I left off there, how much you lost to me. My point being is that Josh Klinghoffer says, but he acknowledges in, he acknowledges in interviews and stuff. Like he didn't like the way it went down, but that he like, he has nothing to be ungrateful for. Like the fact that he did this, this statement feels like such a, a, a middle finger in a way it doesn't, it's like, I don't know. I just like, how could you not thank the dudes who made you famous? Like, that's what blows my mind. That's literally what blows my mind. He's like, I'm going to go off and be Rome and, you know, enjoy my, enjoy all of the cred that I got from, from playing with Eric Wilson, but I'm not going to thank Eric Wilson in my statement. That is just, that's, that boggles the friggin' mind to me. And like, again, like, why not congratulate Jake? If you're really a sublime fan, the way you say you were, why weren't you at the show? Why? Because it's like watching someone else sleep with your girlfriend or something like, you know, like this wasn't yours. That's what blows my mind. That's why I'm baffled by this. This wasn't his in the first place. How can he be upset that the baton is now being passed? You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's what blows my mind when I look at this after two remarkable decades, my departure from Sublime with Rome, uh, at, um, I'm announcing my and, and let's let's get one thing straight. He says he's announcing. It sounds like he's getting ahead of. He's trying to get ahead of what of being asked to leave. Because eventually, he would have been asked to leave. They would. Eric would have said, "Hey, we're going out of Sublime. Sublime with Rome is over." Now, the reason why are they going? Why the close of twenty twenty four? Because they have dates. They probably have contracts and they have dates. And there's probably the lease. Maybe the lease for the name uh, uh, is ending in the next year. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it, th this was, the writing was on the wall. The writing ha perhaps has been on the wall for, for some time in some way, shape or form. I don't know. Who knows, man. I, I can't say to know for certain.
but I think that I think this statement is just an incredibly poor taste. Here's a better statement. Here, let's rewrite Rome's statement for him. Dear fans, friends, and supporters, after almost two remarkable decades, I am announcing that I will be eventually departing from Sublime with Rome at the close of 2024. Uh, I am I want to wish. Jacob Noel, Eric Wilson, and Bud Gah, congratulations on playing an incredible show, uh, uh, playing an incredible show that feels like sublime. Uh, I'm looking forward to the upcoming performances over the next year, as it will allow us to reflect on the countless incredible memories that we have shared together playing sublime with Rome music or whatever, playing Sublime with Rome songs with Sublime songs. Over the last two years, <laughs> I have realized that I <laughs> my time, that the time is nigh. Over the last two years, I've been spending countless hours pouring my soul into my solo music, and the excitement to share these songs with you has, or it is time, and it is now, and it is now time for me to share these songs with you. And I've got some really big news that I can't just drop. I can't drop just yet. Singing and playing guitar for Sublime with Rome with Eric Wilson and Bud Gah has been a lifetime opportunity and just flat out absolutely epic, carrying on a legacy and I that I am forever grateful to have been some small part of and i just want to thank eric wilson and bud goff for giving me a fucking shot and because i would not be where i am today without them this is only the beginning with the utmost gratitude that's how that statement should have read in my opinion that's my opinion and i just i think that i i think this was such a misstep because it just makes him look like crunchy and he's got nothing to be crunchy about. He's got an established career. He's got a brand. Rome is a brand and make no mistake. He's got a songbook. Like, here's the funny thing about this whole thing. If Rome really wants to, nothing has to change. Literally nothing. Like he could go out with Tony from fucking no doubt. And the other guys and just go out as Rome and sing all the songs that he wrote with Eric Wilson in Sublime with Rome, because that catalog is now, you know, in the graveyard. And he could even do Sublime songs if he wanted to, as well as just his solo Rome songs. I mean, he could be playing the circuit doing that as Rome forever. You know what I mean? And he probably will. I wouldn't, I can't, I, I can't possibly imagine Rome not playing Sublime with Rome songs as Rome in the future. He's going to get, he's going to get on, you know, bills, you know, people are going to be like, oh yeah, Sublime with Rome, Rome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rome. Cool. Whatever. Like he, he's set. So the fact that he walks away from all of this with no acknowledgement, with just an omission. And here's the thing. I've been in this experience too. You know, I people people can be shitty and people can treat you shitty, but it is not it's not a good look for you, Rome. Even if you were done dirty in some way, shape, or form, whatever the case may be, 
you should be nothing but smiles, buddy. You should be nothing but smiles because this this makes you stink to high heaven in my eyes. I'm going like, wow, that's really how he's playing this right now. Like, come on, dude. Like, just have a little, have a little, like, you you know, with the utmost gratitude, show it, show your gratitude. Cause this doesn't look like gratitude to me. That's, that's what I'm kind of bumming about his whole, this, this whole thing. It's just what an, what kind of attitude is that? And we could see, let me do this without, I hope this music. This is clearly what he's got going on. This is him and this guy, Duddy. And they, they kind of do like a country thing. Look, he's already doing dates, February 20th. Maybe that's new, actually. Uh, this is from three days ago. Yeah. He's like, let me, he's like, it's time. He's like, it's time to, to get the show on the road because, you know, um, it's time to get the show on the road because, you know, Sublime with Rome is is 86th. Um. Dan says, what's up, Dan? Dan says, I've been a huge Sublime fan since 93. I never cared for Sublime with Rome. Bradley was such a great songwriter. He put his heart and soul, soul into every song. Yeah, dude. Um, Tony says, I think Jacob did what Rome couldn't. His voice kind of reminds me of Brad. I feel like Sublime's legacy comes full circle, and that's that's what I found out about. Yeah. Um. Rome even has his own logo at the bottom. Look at the sublime sun. Yeah, I mean, for sure, dude. I mean, he's literally branded himself in this incredible way. Look, within everything that they do, sublime with Rome. I mean, Rome has been like Rome has was literally handed this, man. I mean, he was handed this. You can't, you can't be shitty. You can't be uh you can't be shitty about it, man. I don't know. I, I feel like it's nothing to be shitty about. It's just be, hey, this is great. Like, this was nice. I, I did my thing. You know, look, he's he's putting out albums already. Roman Duddy. I mean, I, who's going to really, I don't, I guess that, you know, the, the, the people that like Rome will, will follow Rome uh, in, in, in his exploits. And we now have, we now have uh, Jake, Eric, and uh, Bud doing, doing, handling the sublime thing. Uh, what do you think? I, I, I that's all I got for you. I got to go upstairs and help with the kids and whatnot. Um, what do you think about all this? What do you think? How do you think this was handled? Was this handled with grace? I, I do not think so. Um, how would you have handled it? Do you accept a message like that? Is this kind of bullshit? I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on what has gone down? I mean, it's hard to say that no one saw this coming. I mean, this this is this seems so like I'm not surprised that this happened. I'm not surprised by the statement. I'm surprised or I'm not surprised that he put out a statement and I'm not surprised that he's leaving. But I am surprised that he's not acknowledging that Jake played with Bud and Eric and that he's not grateful to those guys for the shot that he got and all of the success that he has had that that those guys played a part were instrumental in minting him that's what they did they minted him and made him what he is so and and really we'll see how much of that continues once sublime with rome is officially dissolved so it sounds like perhaps sublime with i mean who knows will sublime will sublime with eric bud and jake do another show while there is a sublime with Rome show coming up. I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. 
In any case, thank you for joining me. Peace, hair grease. We will uh, see you real soon.